0: talk about um we got some i got amazing some amazing virus statistics but we don't don't want to wear you out with that i don't want you to groan i don't want to say the word virus and you groan the like, guy i can't hear any more about that i promise you it's interesting i promise you it's interesting so Hello. stay tuned why am i being silenced
1: uh, i would like to think our take is a little different than the droning uh, monotonous
0: crap you hear i'd like to think everywhere so, else but-
1: Uh, Hey, uh, I think who knows? uh, Let's hear clip number
2: 37 here. Sean, can you do that for me? The theory here that, that somehow this was purely about destroying the incoming Trump administration and mucking with the Trump administration does leave out in a lot of the versions of this. The fact that we did know or the Obama administration did know that Russia had tampered with the election. It had you know, hacked the DNC. It did get involved in social media. There were these reasons to be hyper-concerned, and it sounds like they went way overboard towards Michael Flynn in ways that I don't think that can be defended.
0: They went way overboard in ways that can't be defended from a guy who I guarantee you hates Donald Trump. Right. Jonah Goldberg.
1: That is a Joe Getty-esque take, as I've been saying for a while. I have a feeling that Comey and Company actually thought there might be something weird going on. But they became so excited about it and were so enthusiastic, they just chucked the rule book in the shredder
0: and violated all sorts
1: of people's rights.
0: Why would you chuck the rule book in the shredder? I mean, you could ignore the rules. You don't actually have to shred it. You don't though. want to be reminded. Guilt. Guilt. You still around staring at you on your desk. Well, you can't have somebody coming up to you with the rule book pointing out, hey, this is
2: against the
1: right. rules. Right. you got to get rid of the rule book. Once right? it's hey, shredded. Joe, you seen the rule book?
0: No idea. I have all comments right, I on it. this, but uh, f- maybe first I'll read the uh, some of the Susan Rice email that was released yesterday. This came out last night. Now this is
1: the full text of the one we'd heard a chunk of previously with the whole we did everything by the book everybody said by the book we all agreed by the book right
0: right uh so yeah they released the her whole email that she wrote to herself like, as Trump is being inaugurated, as very normal, as I and many others are sitting out in the rain listening to his speech, she's in there uh, putting this down in an email for some reason. Uh,
1: imagine on the day, uh, your last day at the office, you write yourself an email, one thing for sure is I've never stolen office supplies. <laughs> I would never steal office supplies. No office supplies have been stolen by me. No need to look in
2: my trunk whatsoever. Right. Nothing
0: there. And the fact that I came in when I was supposed to and didn't leave early every day is right. uh, <laughs> it's, it's worth, it's worth noting so it's also. It's a testament to my work ethic. <laughs> So no need to go back and check the door clock thing. Exactly. Dear me, I never did anything wrong. Signed me. That's a, gr- that's sure, that's very normal. Anyway, here's some of what was um, unredacted yesterday because it was top secret. And nobody can quite understand why this was ever top secret to, <laughs> to start. cover with. their asses, please. Susan Rice emailed to Sorry herself. Sorry for the frank talk, folks. <laughs> Susan Rice emailed to herself January 20th, 2017. Director Comey affirmed that he is proceeding, quote, by the book as it relates to law enforcement, from a national security perspective. Comey said he does not. He does have some concerns that incoming NSA Flynn is speaking frequently with Russian Ambassador Kislyak. Comey said that could be an issue as it relates to sharing sensitive information. President Obama asked if Comey was saying that the NSC should not pass sensitive information related to Russia to Flynn. Comey replied, potentially. He added that he has no indication thus far that Flynn has passed classified information to Kislyak, but he noted that the level of communication is unusual. Well, nobody knows what that means yet. We need a lot more information. In what way was it unusual? Um, uh, Quite a few people are saying, how about you release all the meetings that he had in the transition time? So we have an idea. Look, he met with uh, people from France. He met with people from Bulgaria. He met with people from all kinds of different countries around the world. 7 different countries. And this was just one of them. And in what way was it unusual? The the idea of the FBI director saying, I have no evidence that he's passed secrets to the Russians yet. But there's an (laughs) unusual
1: level of communication. I've heard uh, foreign policy talking heads, who I think are, are serious people, say, if your incoming uh, uh, national security
0: advisor doesn't reach out to foreign governments during the transition, fire him. Well, right. If he hasn't talked to somebody from Russia, and that meeting was 15 days before Trump took office, mm-hmm. two weeks before Trump takes office. Right. And and they're having a conversation of whether or not they should share information with the Trump administration. How are you going to stop from sharing information? He's going to be president in two weeks. Yeah. That's just the way it works. I, I don't yeah. even understand what the goal was at that point. Well, Did you, you think that in that two-week period uh-uh. somehow something was going to come out that was going to stop Trump from being president? Yes. Because they didn't tell Trump about this. Yes, I so believe they, they believed that. They had to believe Trump was in on it. This is something a lot of uh, – Chris Christie talks about this a lot. Um, why didn't they go to Trump and say, hey, we think your national security advisor is compromised? Only because you thought Trump was guilty also. You think the who's coming in as president of the United States is a Russian agent. And what did you think was going to happen in that two-week period? Somehow that was going to not happen? He wasn't going to become... Because the moment he's president, he has access to everything, whether
1: you like it or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I continue to maintain, as I have for some time, that Comey and and all those guys, uh, Clapper and Brennan and Strzok and Page and McCabe and all those people... They believed there was something funky going on with Flynn. I don't, it was absolutely fueled by hatred of Trump. Personal hatred, policy hatred, not appreciating the things he'd said about uh, the national security folks and the swamp and the rest of it. Uh, they hated Trump. I also think they thought something odd was going on with Russia, but then they threw the rule book in the shredder to nail Trump. And, and his people, which is why you have a rule book because you don't get to chuck it when you get extra excited. And, and by chucking the rule book, we're talking about terrible violations of everybody's constitutional rights. I mean, just wildly out of control, which is, which is why people need to be brought to justice or at the very least, this thing be laid bare in front of the American people. So if another just towering egomaniac ends up the head of the FBI, like J. Edgar Hoover and and James Comey, um, that they're constrained, that they understand, okay, all right, I really, really want to persecute this civil rights leader, for instance, but I just can't. I can't because of the, uh, the, the Flynn rules, the Flynn Doctrine.
0: I, um, I I heard somebody say I thought it was really good. James Comey, who believed he needed to subvert democracy to save democracy. That's pretty good. Because it was so important for him to save democracy, he was going to break all kinds of rules. Well, and as they often say, it's not the crime, it's the cover-up.
1: After they committed those crimes against the Constitution, they were absolutely desperate to cover it up. And one of the best ways you can cover up something in Washington, D.C. is to drag it out. And I believe firmly that a bunch of the people I named a minute or two ago were leaking classified information and or opinions to the major news media to perpetuate the story, which is why we had two and a half years of the Russia collusion hoax in the New York Times and Washington Post would breathlessly print these stories when, as everybody now knows, There was nothing behind it. And the leakers knew there was nothing behind it. Why would they do that? Hatred of
0: Trump and covering their own heinies. I heard somebody use the word fable the other day, which I think I like better than hoax. The Russia fable. That's good. Yeah. It is good. Um, This came out yesterday, too, and this is big. This will be right in the middle of the summer, like right before we're starting to have conventions and and that sort of thing. Lindsey Graham, who is the chair of the Judiciary Committee, they're going to have a vote on June 4th on whether to authorize subpoenas uh, to bring in Comey, Brennan, and others and question them about the whole surveillance process and Crossfire Hurricane. Yes. So in June, right in the yes. midst of the presidential election, is heating up. Um, they're going to have a vote on that. I assume that will pass, and then I don't know at what point. I don't know how soon thereafter they would start bringing those people in. But that will be that'll be a TV spectacle like uh, like uh, impeachment was. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it'll be huge drama. Lindsey uh, Graham up there running the show questioning Comey? Yes. That's going to be some television.
1: Yes. I see those guys getting really lawyered up, though, and claiming, yeah, that's uh, classified. Uh, my attorney advises me not to answer that. And, uh, but that will, that will make its own point if
0: they do Sure. That. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, I suppose that's enough of that for now. I thought I that will was not be satisfied enough. till I see Comey shuffling along in shackles,
1: One, getting onto the prison bus.
0: One really tall, tall orange suit.
1: On the bus, stretch, clank, clank,
0: clank, up
1: the stairs. On
0: the bus, stretch.
1: Uh, Sit down. The guy's got uh, aviator reflective sunglasses on, whacking his nightstick into his hand, (laughs) watching Comey shuffle.
0: Yes! That reminds me of something I heard about being in the county jail. I'll have to tell that story. Um, Because, uh... It was a little bit troubling. Anyway. Is that, that the, uh, the indecent exposure charge? <laughs> no, not me. What? I haven't been in a county oh, I've sorry. I've, right. vis- I've toured, though. We weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> um, and some Corona stats that are made. All kinds of stuff. They changed the Fruit Loops logo. I don't, I don't know. Well, well, up and down.
1: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty
0: show.
1: 14 and like I need to get out
2: and party. Woo! What's better than beach and a few drinks and Jeeps? Man, get any better than that. Wash some hands for 20 seconds and keep them clean with the germ Totally. Law enforcement's definitely made their visitability and made people <laughs> chill out. Not be as crazy. The cops are doing their job. As long as they don't be mean to people who are actually being innocent, then I'm all gravy, baby.
0: I'm all I'm all gravy, baby. Or it's all gravy, baby. She's, she I'm, said, I'm, "I'm all gravy, baby." <clears throat> yeah, that's what she said. You know, there was a time in my life where that tone of voice, drunk chick, roughly that age, really turned me on. But now I just it just grates on my brain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kinda get drunk before everything closes there's
0: there's a tone uh-huh. there's a volume there's a there's just a, there's a there's a thing to it Yes. it's a unique thing you know that's
1: probably like many thousands of years old the, the ability of the male <laughs> to to recognize in the voice of the female eh,
0: something might be a, there's a, you know, there's available a, there's a confidence in their there's a swagger in their tone of right the, recklessness yeah, that's it isn't that what that's we're looking <laughs> for that's not what we're looking for 80, a gallon,
1: recklessness the gal in the next cave is into the fermented berries and is starting to talk
0: <laughs> like this really loud <laughs> yeah. um i need to hear that first part again about the the, the jeep and the it's some sort yeah, of, of Texas jeep party beach party right
2: yeah, it's like a—it's an annual thing. They call it like Jeep Weekend, and oh, it's—that yeah, yeah. sounds awesome. Been in quarantine, and like I need to get out and party. Woo! What's better than beach and a few drinks and jeeps? Man, can get better than that. Wash them hands for 20 seconds and keep them clean with their germax Totally. Law enforcement's definitely made their visitability and made people chill out and not be as crazy. The cuts are doing their job as long as they don't be mean to people who are actually being innocent. But I'm all gravy, baby.
1: You know, that's funny. She, she reminds me, uh, I, I mentioned the other day that my wife doesn't slur. Um, she speaks remarkably, clearly, and distinctly The words just get a little jumbled up. You can tell she's either a half-wit or or drunk. And I'm
2: all
0: gravy, baby. (laughs) I'm all gravy, baby. (laughs) Oh, boy. They got a tradition of jeeps, beach, and uh, drinking. And drinking. There you go. I don't approve at all. So here's some uh, COVID stats I thought that were really interesting. This is all out of the state of Pennsylvania, but uh, there's no real reason to think that their stats are significantly different than anywhere else, I suppose. Of all the deaths they've had in Pennsylvania... They've had more COVID deaths over the age of one hundred than under forty five. All right, give me a second. More over one hundred than under forty five. Wow. Okay. More over ninety-five than under sixty. <whistles> more over eighty-five than under eighty. That's stunning.
1: That that that's almost just you're looking for a median at that point, but um, uh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, listen. I don't want the old folks to go. Uh, no. Lord knows. But it, it does affect the response in a sure. fundamental way. Sure. Do we the isolate everybody, or do we just go crazy protecting the vulnerable? Well, yeah.
0: For instance, more deaths over 100 than under 45. Um. The hundred year olds aren't. They aren't going to beach jeep parties. That's not how Probably they're getting it
1: Right. Totally. Totally. They're all gravy, baby. I spoke with a a woman yesterday who's friends with a doctor, and he lost a 42-year-old COVID patient the other day. So there is that outlier nightmare uh, outcome that we've all heard about over and over again. But at the point that you're crushing an economy and, and making kids on the edge of mental illness problems um and and the rest of it you've just got to keep proportion in mind and that's my big objection to the media these days is they are so into horror porn to get you to click and 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 to watch that
2: the response is disproportional yes sean did you have a thought was the the that gentleman lost while truly tragic was it because of an overwhelmed hospital they they couldn't Give care to all the people that they needed to care for. That's right. They were caring for them in the po- uh, parking lot because all the
1: beds are. full. No, absolutely not. It was just to
0: make a decision on who gets a ventilator and who doesn't. No,
1: no, and the ventilators don't seem to do much good anyway. No, indeed, it was one of those, and we will we will understand it someday, and uh, and and I hope that day comes soon. Why some people just well they literally get killed, and and the rest of us, God willing, uh, just feel a little funky for a few days. Never even really think much about it.
0: Yeah, We're still getting texts from people who had an experience like a, a, a kid I know, similar to my son's age, who went to a birthday party yesterday and got to see his friends for the first time in two and a half months, and it was a pretty emotional experience, you could tell, for all of them. Uh, this text, I got to see my little sixth-grade cousin see one of her friend's classmates for the first time in months this weekend. Their embrace made my heart melt and brought tears to my eyes. Wow. And the kids are really not liking not seeing their friends for so long.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, we're only going to reopen based on science and data and mental health and need for other mental care and and medical care and uh, need to be able to feed ourselves and not go into trillions of dollars of debt, please. Uh, Maybe you don't care about this. I do. Minor league baseball is in a serious crisis. Unlike major league baseball that has billions of dollars coming in from TV deals, minor league baseball is almost entirely about tickets and concessions. That's how they pay their staff. It's how they pay, you know, all the bills and the players
0: and the rest of it. Also, I assume uh, for Major League Baseball, you got a lot of players who, you know, they got enough money they can they can wait and see what's going to happen here. Yeah, a lot of your minor, minor league guys, if they aren't getting paid, mm-hmm. th- they probably got to find a job. Right. Interesting. You're
2: you're right, but I, It's surprising how many pro athletes live paycheck to paycheck.
0: Oh, it, really, yeah.
1: really interesting story about a minor league team. Uh, the AAA Sacramento River Cats, the their general manager, who's actually a, a, a good guy and a smart guy, I've met him. Um, they got a very strange note from a distributor of one of their souvenirs. The distributor was in China, and uh, and the GM got this note and said, "I wonder what the heck this means." We'll we'll tell you what the note said uh, back in February. You can probably guess. So this is
0: a cliffhanger. You gave me a cliffhanger. Here we are at the cliff. Armstrong
1: and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: (laughs) It's a tragic irony that the country that unleashed this pandemic on the world also controls many of the most basic pharmaceutical ingredients for the United States. That does have to stop. I've got legislation that would give incentives to build more manufacturing capacity right here in the United States and ultimately ban the import of pharmaceuticals from China, many of which are adulterated to begin with. Uh, I also commend the President for moving forward quickly with what pharmaceutical manufacturing capacity we have here in the United States to try to build up that stockpile so we don't find ourselves in this position ever again.
0: Man, that Senator Cotton's big on legislation, so he's got that whole thing punishing China. He also mentioned this yesterday. Well, and looking out for us, I yeah. think he's absolutely right. He also mentioned this yesterday. Uh, no stimulus funds for states that pay illegal immigrants. I don't know if he'll actually be able to get that through and mm. pass. Probably not. Mm. But uh, I like the impulse. California groups push for more funding for Im- illegal immigrants. Uh, and uh, Cotton would like to come up with a way that you, know, you, you don't get any federal funds if you're giving money to illegals. I heard the head of Customs that. and Border Patrol put it very simply. He said, you're incentivizing people to break the law. Stop it. I think most of the country would agree with, don't send our taxpayer money to a state that gives it to illegals. Right. Right. Yeah. We, if, we've got, if we had a national vote, you're right. We've got 25% unemployment in our state. People that were born here or, or, or you know went through the paperwork process. They're out of work. They need more money. Right. Yeah, exactly. God, you would think... The uh, toleration of illegal immigrants getting taxpayer money would go away when you're heading into the Second Great Depression.
1: Well, and, and at the risk of going off on this topic, and it would be kind of refreshing and get away from the Chinese bat fever, honestly, but the immigrants got the message over and over again. The illegals, come on in. We'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the law from both parties. We'll get you a job at a meatpacking plant. We'll get you benefits. We'll educate your kids. You can go to the county health services. Come on in and do it. Meanwhile, say all the politicians on both sides, we'll keep yelling and pretending we care about this issue, but we'll do nothing to solve it. We'll let it go on for decades so that we can get people to the polls, but we will absolutely not do anything about it. You're being duped, my friends. Getting back to the baseball thing. Couple of stories from the world of baseball. Just coincidentally, they're both uh, Cal Unicornia teams.
0: Can you talk faster? We got a, we got a uh, text from somebody who said they got used to listening to our podcasts at 1.4 speed. Mm. And now when they listen to us in real life, we seem really slow.
1: (laughs) All right. I'll do my (laughs) best. Isn't that interesting? It is. It's, I think it is heavy with meaning. It speaks to the modern world and the input, input, input thing. I think we're making ourselves nuts. So our brains are capable of taking
0: in information at much faster speed.
1: Yeah. 1.4 is pushing it because I've talked to a number of people about how fast they listen to podcasts. And, and the consensus is once you get past 1.2, you're really starting to, you know, push the bounds of I'm taking
0: this in. But haven't you also heard that once you get used to it, normal, speed? speech seems way oh, yeah. too slow
1: absolutely yeah i've heard that over and over well if
0: you can't tolerate human beings talking the way human beings talk right uh, that i don't know if that's good for your brain it,
1: it, it reminds me and, and forgive the metaphor folks if you if you will it reminds me of guys who insist on big fake boobs on women they don't like women the way god made them that strikes me as very odd and not a terribly healthy way to look. So I the need world. you to
0: get surgically altered to have early giant boobs. Uh, otherwise, I can't sexually respond to I you. I need to have your teeth whiter than the color they were when you were a two-year-old. Right. Exactly. And, <laughs> and you need to talk at one and a half times speed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. On if you do you know th-
1: those things, I will love you. <laughs> so I wish I could. I'm a slow talker. I've always been a slow talker. Sorry. Ah. Uh, so anyway, uh, back to baseball. The Oakland Athletics have not. Uh, paid their rent at the Coliseum. It's so a $1.2 million rent payment that was due on April 1. Uh, and so that is a problem that will have ripples, as the deep blue city of Oakland is all always in terrible financial straits and terribly mismanaged, too. But uh, right down the road in Sacramento, California, the uh, Sports Illustrated is doing this feature on minor league baseball, and they start with Jeff Savage, who is the president of the Sacramento River Cats. Nobody knows what a river cat is. They invented the name. Mm. There's no such beast on earth. But anyway, I
0: wonder what they look like if you shave them down. <laughs>
1: uh, but he, he was ordering, they won the Pacific Coast League. I think that's the league they're in uh, championship. And they ordered some souvenir, like novelty league champion rings. You know, like your World Series rings to give to fans on on uh, cool. I think uh, opening day, their home opener on uh, April the fourteenth, and uh, and Jeff is sitting there at his his uh, his desk, and he gets a letter from the supplier of the the souvenirs. Happens to be a Chinese company. You know, if you're if you're buying cheap junk at the ballpark, it probably came out of China or Vietnam or whatever, and uh, it said, "Hey, uh, River Cats, we're super sorry, but." Um, you're not going to be able to get your your souvenir rings on time. We've had to close our warehouse to stop the spread of this thing they're calling the novel coronavirus. Um, It's sweeping across China, and so, sorry, we'll we'll get them to you eventually. And the news was distressing. Uh, But uh, as, as Savage makes clear, these days, his old concerns feel quaint because minor league baseball is going broke. Without tickets to sell and hot dogs and beers to sell, they are going baroque. And I didn't know this they're not according to the the rules of baseball they can't take money from the major league clubs the the major league clubs cannot pump cash into them they're independent entities they have a player relationship they're a know. farm team but yeah they're absolutely going broke and um and there are various uh plans taking shape but uh one of them save
0: the mud hens
1: yeah exactly or my my new favorite team the uh is it uh Amarillo uh, sod poodles. <laughs> I even have a Sod poodles t shirt sent mm-hmm. to me by some fabulous listeners in that part of the world. But they're thinking and they're talking about shutting down 42 um, minor league baseball teams and just restructuring the whole thing. And I just, it, 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 it a lot of you probably don't care, but it, every single metro area I've worked in my entire radio career has had a minor league baseball team. And I've gone to so many games, I can't even count them. And I love minor league baseball. And it's just, it's a damn shame that I, I threw a fish at a minor league baseball game once. That was exciting. I, I'm sorry. It sounded like you said you threw a fish. Were
0: you asked to do that? Or it was just, part of the, were
1: you angry at the service there at the concession stand? <laughs> uh, no, the Your third baseman. sandwich couldn't.
2: had too much tartar sauce or too little. And you hurled the patty at the poor worker. Yeah. No, the, the, the second baseman couldn't turn two for a lick. So mm. I just hurled it. No, it was one of the in between innings things where they bring people out and it, i believe it was the he was even the river cat, so you know it's 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 a uh, water themed right so they bring some fans out from the stands they put life jackets on them they make them stand in a kiddie pool and they <laughs> give them an actual fish and they see who can throw the slimy fish the farthest and throwing a slimy fish is harder than you think because because you can't get the grip on it right i ended up winning it because i went skyhook on him
0: good oh, idea good. yeah yeah good, good idea yeah good move there glad you won well, so a uh, competitor. My son at the birthday party. He didn't attend. I'm sorry, a friend of his, not not my son. He no, didn't attend l- an know, illegal that, birthday party. Right, clandestine he, uh, underground birthday won, party. He won the cupcake eating contest and the pop drinking contest. Both swept. Your son did? Uh, That's a kid, not a, a shock. kid similar to my son. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's right. I keep forgetting. Because the, they, they right. were technically breaking the law. But. Right. The prohibition birthday You're party. You're not, not shocked that that would happen? No. no it's, and it's how proud was this kid's father? <laughs> I don't know. Et cetera. I he was more concerned he was going to throw up in my car.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But my final note on the minor league baseball story is if only the Chinese communists had fulfilled any of their obligations to the WHO and reported what was going on and had some transparency instead of jailing doctors who are trying to get our attention. If only. And I say that because I've been following the the media coverage of uh, President Trump threatening to pull U.S. funding from the WHO, which would really, really cripple it. And they are... Which I think is 100% legitimate. Oh, of course. Of course, especially because he's saying, look, if you don't get your house in order and quit kowtowing to the most evil regime on Earth, we're going to yank the funding. But to listen to American media, he's just doing it out of pure meanness and small-mindedness. I
0: I think Trump might be... This might be a fourth-dimensional chess thing. How so? He, He trolled... A lot of the left into standing up for illegal immigration. That was way too much for a lot of America. Oh, yes. And I think he's going to troll the media into standing up for China and and putting them in a position where they'll back China just because Trump is way too hard on them. That's already and the happening. the WHO and a variety of other things that are tied together that most of America hate. Yeah. Remember, we the the poll came out. It was a week or so ago that um, uh, unfavorable views of China have gone up twenty points in the last couple of months. So it's now two thirds of Americans have an unfavorable view of China. Good so is me-
1: asshole. Third so of you that don't. What the hell's your problem? So
0: anytime the media goes on with the Trump's just trying to divert by attacking China or you know they stand up for China. Yeah, I think I think Trump's trolling them into making them stand up for something that's very unpopular.
1: Boy, if that's true, it's it's crazy smart. Nakedly Progressive Radio, NPR. Their reporting on the WHO story is as if China's PR department wrote it. I Yeah, exactly. It's astonishing.
0: Yep, yep, yep. yep. That's the, yeah. I don't think that's going to be a majority view opinion. Uh, speaking of sports, the Belmont Stakes is going to be the first leg of the Triple Crown for the first time ever. I don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course, I was just going on and on about baseball for five minutes, but... <laughs> Minor league baseball. So
0: they've reordered the order of the well, three remember, remember they races. Can, remember they canceled the Kentucky Derby like a month ago or whatever? Or postponed, postponed it. Postponed it. They're going to yeah. have it, but yeah. they, they didn't run it. So the Belmont Stakes will be the first leg of the race. Um... Uh, which gets will get way more attention than it usually does, probably. And it's going to people be, wear st- stupid hats and get hammered at that one too. I imagine. I'd imagine they do. But they're going to make the race shorter. There will be no fans in the stands, and the race will be shorter. Why would you change the length of the race during the coronavirus? Do the horses
1: have the the Chinese bat fever? They're worried about the jockeys getting it. I don't know. The length of the race.
0: Yeah. Mm. That's completely mystifying. With with the underlying, uh, always all underlying, who freaking cares? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'll watch those races yeah, if I think whatever. of it, but, You know, I need to, but somebody's got to
1: alert me that uh, that the race is about to start. I'm not watching
0: the five hours of pre-race, please. No. A um, uh, whole bunch of us are planning more summer getaways because we've been locked down for so long, among other stats we can hit you with, and uh, I don't know, whatever else. Is, do people have plans? We haven't figured out what we're doing. I have zero plans yeah. because I don't know when it's going to start. It's not a good way to live for yourself mm. or your kids. You to have something to look forward yeah, to. Absolutely. Yeah, We're struggling with that in our house, the kids especially, not having something to look forward to. Mm. And I don't want to give them something to look forward to that it ends up not happening. Right. And if it's too far away for a kid, it doesn't do any good. Because things have to be like practically this weekend to have any motivation for a child. Mm, yeah um wow. anyway that's rough how's it going for you text line 415 kftc
1: I heard about a priest in Detroit who used a squirt gun to shoot holy water onto his churchgoers while they drove by. And now after that, he shot wafers into their mouths from a T-shirt cannon.
2: (laughs) I doubt he did that. Did that actually happen? Yeah. Yeah. Really? The squirt gun thing? Uh Uh-huh. It was a little little handheld thing, right? It wasn't like a big super soaker thing, but the, the, the priest had a mask on. People were driving by, and he would just kind of reach his arm out, and he just spritz him with, with the holy water, and I guess bless huh. him or whatever. And interesting, I'm all you know. I'm all for innovation and trying to figure out ways to to do things.
0: I'm calling it our new normal. Oh, that's good. Ooh, that's clever. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and that. by the way, we're all in this together. Do you feel better when you hear that? No. F you. Wow. Quit. You're, you're stop more cynic- condescending. You're more cynical than I am. I oh. thought, am I a bad per- I saw it on a commercial and I thought, am I a bad person oh. that my immediate reaction is revulsion well, when I hear that? It's just so calculated.
1: Yeah. You know, it's big ad agencies. Right. Oh, listen, we need to resonate with the blah, blah, blah. You know, some real person expresses something like that oh, to sure, me. Yeah. Like you're trying to tell your kids. Listen, yeah. everybody's mad and frustrated and sad at their friends. We're all in this together that's a good and beautiful thing it's some giant corporation
2: <laughs> shut up <laughs> oh with a voice ro- ro- voiceover over b-roll talking about in these times right <laughs> a serious sounding voiceover
1: over sad music reminding you that we're all in this together oh shut up! <laughs> oh speaking of uh being con- contemptuous of things uh i happen to hear a Another radio show. Well, I was getting some caffeine juice, and uh, there are others. Yeah, I know it's odd. I don't know why they bother, but um, and and I I I shouldn't be mean because they're nice people, but uh, the and and it could be they got this topic from elsewhere, but they're talking about how the the water cooler, the coffee meeting at the coffee machine in the office will be a thing of the past going forward. Blah blah blah. I am here to tell you. Virtually every single prediction you hear about, this will change things forever, the handshake will go away, or whatever, it's not going to happen. Wrong. Silly.
0: Ridiculous. Well, that's just from having lived through nine eleven.
1: 11 Yeah, and, a, we and a couple t- other things. When yeah. we were
0: told so many things would go away forever.
1: Right, exactly. Including, and I don't remember, I think this may have happened in the week that you were uh, in Europe, because when your country needed you the most, you were gallivanting about. Um but actual columns in the New York Times saying it could be this is the end of comedy, yeah. that, that, that that there will no longer be humor. There is no more irony in the world. And and at the time, I was thinking, what the hell are you talking about? We are going to go back to ninety five percent normal, ninety eight percent normal. There may be some things that change a little bit, um, but but all that stuff is silly. So and
0: somebody mentioned the other day because uh, I was talking about the. Um, the idea of uh, more working from home than in the office—I do think that's going to change. Yes, I would agree. Uh, it's already mm-hmm. changed. There's a lot of businesses, a surprising number, according to Wall Street Journal, have already shut down their offices, realizing we can get by without it. Plus, we're struggling. Yeah. Um. Uh. Anyway, and I said, I don't know how you know how you. Uh, experts wonder how you're going to build a culture, a work culture, when people aren't actually together, just through those Zoom meetings, and you don't get to know people that way and everything like that. And somebody pointed out that you. You know, some of that talk happens before the Zoom meeting when people log in. Having experienced it, I'll tell you what goes on with that. Because what's different about that from real meetings, you get a real meeting, and there's a couple of people talking over there, a couple of people talking over there. I sit next to Joe. We talk about our stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. The Zoom meetings, whoever's there early and the loudest talks to whoever else is there early in the loudest, and nobody else gets to talk. Yes. Because I've been involved in these Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. So those two over there don't get to talk about, can you believe we're having another one of these meetings? And they bond over the fact that the meeting is stupid. Well, um, they, everything you say is a public pronouncement. For one thing, everybody yeah. hears what you say. But the two loudest people dominate until the meeting starts. Every meeting, I, Zoom meeting I've been on is that way. Mm-hmm. So the 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 culture of people getting to know each other does not happen with zoom meetings right It
1: yeah. just doesn't yeah well yeah this that is one regard that you know that one aspect of life that will change just because corporate america business america was forced to engage in this gigantic experiment and then things have been learned from it but uh, all the other stuff and it's actually it goes to the heart of why i'm mostly conservative Is that all these societal things gathering around the water cooler, you know, or or shaking hands or whatever, they didn't get invented by somebody who had an idea. They're the result of thousands of years of cultural evolution. They exist for a
0: reason. A lot of things continue on just momentum. True. The, The idea of having a work spot everybody comes to and then sits in a cubicle and types into a computer. If you're starting from scratch and had never heard of a workplace, why would you design that? Well, you think, let's run out a building at a great expense mm-hmm. and have everybody drive 45 minutes to be in the same room and not speak to each other all day long and type into computers. Uh, couldn't they do that at home? It's a vestige of the uh, uh, Industrial Revolution, I guess. I guess so, too. But yeah wouldn't you if you're starting from scratch wouldn't you think no they can not drive for two hours spend that time working is what i would think is the boss right um and uh, and not we don't spend the money on office space yeah. type in the computer at their own house
1: save energy save pollution all sorts of great benefits to that sort of thing
0: we're not buying them coffee we're not paying for the electricity we're not we're not do anything
1: maybe monday is office day everybody comes into the office on mondays and traffic is horrendous and people bitch about it but <laughs> yeah let's make mondays even worse that's a great idea <laughs> <laughs> wow i just listen i i thought we were brainstorming here you're not supposed to cuss people no for their there are ideas, no bad ideas except for that one i don't think you understand how this is supposed to work you know uh here's some exciting news for you if you're tired of the chinese bad fever talk we could be looking at another impeachment between no. now and november the obnoxious the horrific the disgusting jerry what? nadler
0: Do we still has- have the clip kill me now
1: me <laughs> <laughs> kill me kill me kill me uh, kill me the uh, terrible, awful Jerry Nadler has filed the paperwork to begin gathering witnesses to start a new impeachment. I am not joking. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty.